This podcast series is brought to you by the International Publishers Association in honor of our 125th anniversary. Each episode is a short story told from the perspectives of our global publishing community. We hear their personal stories, where they started, and their journey into the world of publishing. Join us in welcoming Karini Panza, Vice President of the International Publishers Association from 2021 to 2022. It was, um, you know, books, magazines, comic books, they have always been part of my life. And that's because my dad used to work at that time when I was born in a publishing house. Um, when, when I was like two years old, uh, he was transferred uh, from Brazil to Portugal so that he could open a new publishing house in Portugal. So it's, it was part of his job. And my earliest memory of storytelling, like once upon a time, it was with Disney characters. When this publishing house, they were launching Disney and Friends uh, comic books. So they have invited Mickey and Friends to come to Portugal and to... Uh, present the product in 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 this in this country, and so it was. I was like three, four years old, and I remember welcoming Mickey and friends to Portugal to launch uh, the the comic books in the country for the first time at that time. So it was really really nice. It was a world of fantasy, you know, the event that was created. And it was the first time I have in my memory that I was in the storytelling uh, magnetical, you know, uh, place. It was really nice. And, and of course, all the, the events related to, to this, this environment, I was present with my dad because it was all related to kids and, and my age group. So it was really nice. I was I use I usually say that I was kind of born in the publishing industry, and then uh, he came back to Brazil and continued to to work in this in this industry. So that's when I started to to realize that it was part of my life. The Disney World, uh, let's say per. The, the world uh, of Disney, it's very magical because they make you believe that you are part of the story, right? So uh, I am an adult now and I can realize that uh, at this moment. But when I was a kid, of course, I was just living this dream, you know, of having princes and, and you know, everything related to the Disney world. And it was really important to me at, at that time because it made me believe in, in a different world that I was not living in. So it, this storytelling of magic, of imagination for me, that's the part which is important. That's interesting because I... So 
I entered in, in the publishing industry translating books. So when I was 16, that was when I started, let's say, working on, on the publishing industry. And I stayed for a long time uh, hidden and inside my, my own publishing uh, world. And at some point, it, I think it was 2009 or very close to that, when I started, uh, when I was invited to be part of a committee at the Brazilian Book Chamber, and um, I was then elected uh, for the board of directors at the Brazilian Book Chamber. And there is this person called Alfredo Weisflog that is... Uh, one of the owners of a very important publishing house in, in Brazil. He welcomed me. He was not, uh, he's a former president of the, of the CBL, the Brazilian Book Chamber. And he welcomed me very well, of course, in this, on, in this new uh, experience. And he was the person at that time who was representing Brazil in IPA, uh, so he was the one who was at the the general assembly, the the one that was voting. So he started to introduce me to to this new reality, and that was when I understood uh, the importance of IPA and. Uh, by the eyes of a person who I admire. So it was something, you know, when when you admire someone, you, you can see uh, with his eyes and, and you can see with his, you know, the way he sees it, uh, the new, the other reality. So he, he was kind of putting me in his steps or, you know, I don't know if this is correct to say, but he was showing me and he was really generous, uh, generous of uh, saying, go there and participate on this committee. And he was introducing me to people. And it was all by his, you know, by his hands that I entered in the IPA world. For me, copyright is sacrosanct. Uh, the pr protection of intellectual property is the core of our business, the publishing business. So the most important assets of publishers are the rights they own or they control. So uh, copyright is the main legal uh, instrument of protection uh, of these rights. And just think with me, without copyright, there is no incentive for authors to dedicate themselves and their lives writing for the publishers. So if there is no protection uh, to their creation, there is no books. So without those books, there is no publishing industry. So it's kind you know, of a life circle uh, that is really, really important, in my opinion. This is also really important for the, the work that IPA does um, because, you know, publishers, they have 
this amazing opportunity of letting the knowledge, you know, written and uh, frozen at some at some piece of something. It can be, of course, digital, and it can be uh, written written paper. But if you don't have the possibility of expressing yourself and expressing your ideas, it is quite difficult for the 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 actual type of civilization that we we live. Uh, there are different points of view. There are different different ways of seeing uh, the subjects. So it is important that you are able to to express and also be respected for that. Of course, you, you don't have to to uh, agree with everything that I say, but you can at least understand my point of view. So I think that being able to think and write and publish any type of idea, it's it's really amazing for, for everyone. And in the places where you are not allowed to express your opinion, sometimes the other people are not able to understand others' opinions. So this is also really important uh, for the growth of uh, a generation or the growth of a community. So that is what freedom to publish is about in, in IPA. So to let people uh, to express themselves the way they want and be respected for that. Um, for example, uh, different types of religion or different types of politics. If uh, we have, you know, all over the world, this this different views on those specific uh, subjects that I have just uh, said, and it is important for everyone to understand what is for instance, capitalism and the importance of it and, and on the other side, socialism and the importance of it. Um, there is no right or wrong, I think, on writing when you're exposing your idea. Uh, what is important, in my opinion, is that you get to know others' opinion. And at least you have something that you can, you know, in other Positions you can discuss and uh, and make it flow. So uh, having the possibility of publishing any type of work, uh, in my opinion, it's also it's also sacrosanct. Uh, so when you first tell me what is it sacrosanct for you, and I immediately immediately think about copyright at first place because I am in a publisher's perspective that we need to to protect content and also create content and if the person is not uh, protected for their theirs idea there is no no way of doing that right but at the other side, uh, being able to publish anything, anytime, any place, it's also 
really, really important. And about um, the the era where we are, where you have uh, instant publishing and you also can put anything out in different media. So you have internet, you have, uh, you can publish your book instantly if you want by any type of a platform, let's say Amazon or which, which other, any other one. But in, in my opinion, this is also to be, you have to take care of what type of content that you were putting out that you were, you know, expressing yourself. Because on this era where we are, internet is also, let's say, dangerous or uh, difficult because anything you record is going to be out there forever. And you cannot um, edit it. You cannot take it out uh, on, on, the, on the internet when you say, I usually say to my kids, I have uh, adolescents at, at home, so I have a 17-year-old boy and a 14-year-old girl, and they are both on this world, internet world, like all day long. So they keep on posting Instagram uh, information, and they keep on doing all these kind of musics and, and dancing stuff, they have to really think that this is going to be there forever or for a long time. And they have to re be responsible for what they're doing and what they want other people to see from them as well. So it is, everything is correlated, but at the same time, we have to be very, you know, aware of where we are going and, what we are, what we want to do as well. We are not only talking about great pol politicians or great scientists. We are also talking about these influencers that are uh, nowadays. They have such an amount of followers, and the responsibility of what they talk and how they react to things is is really important. Oh, for me, let's say it was first being elected to the executive committee for, for the first time. It was really an honor to, to be representing Brazil, uh, Latin America, my region, and, and the Brazilian publishing industry for the first time in an international organization. So it was really nice. And then of course, being elected vice president, it was very memorable for me. But for IPA, let's say for, uh, we have this freedom, the Privoteur, and I remember being in Delhi for one of our Congresses, it was, I don't remember, sorry, the, the year. But there was this lady that her husband was, uh, the uh, he was the owner of the prize. Uh, this lady, Razia Havman, um, Jolly, she was speaking about the prize and with so much emotion, she was 
very proud of his uh, her husband and i just thought oh my god such a brave woman given everything she has experienced herself you know her her husband was killed and she is still publishing she is still selling books uh it was really emotional for me and i think that it was really emotional for for ipa as well a really memorable moment have you uh did someone ever mention to uh this this fact to you yeah it was i almost cried it was really really emotional i'm sorry you know her husband was um killed and he was killed because he expressed his opinion and he published something that was against the law or against others one vision in in his country and it was something that made me think of my responsibility in my country uh, with the children's books that i publish uh, not of course not that i publish books that are not allowed to kids nothing related to that but i was like Man, look the responsibility you have when you bring your books to kids, when you bring information, when you bring um, educational moments, or even you know uh, pleasure for for the kids while they read the books. So it was it it, it kept me on my responsibility on publishing books so uh it ring you know, like, like ringing the bell how important it is to publish and to bring information and pleasure and education for the kids uh, and she is still publishing and she is still i think she are, still has like a bookshop it was something that brought um it was something that brought sadness to her family but at the same time it's something that she is really proud of it and she is still working on that and it made me realize how proud i am of my work in the country where i live in in the place where i am based It's again back to publishing. You know, publishers they have long played uh, an essential role in educating, spreading knowledge, and opening new worlds and mindsets of for millions of people. As I can see, so IPA is part of this process, supporting publishers globally. So they so that they can embrace their their responsibility. So uh, being part of this environment uh, makes me think on the responsibility that I have to my community and that IPA has to to the global publishing community. The challenge of the moment 
in my opinion, is to overcome all the consequences that most of the markets are suffering during this pandemic year. It's been really difficult for some markets uh, and less difficult to, to other markets. So we need to emerge you know, from this crisis together and stronger. And I can see also more resilient, you know. Um, so from, from what I understand, this will be possible if we have the spirit of solidarity. So we have to be together. We need to work together and learn from others' choices and from others' opinions. And it will be easier for us to make our decision as well. This is my opinion. And we also need to be really flexible because, as you said, many things have changed in the past uh, 12 months and it has really changed. In our market, this has been more than true. So we had all these bookshops, all these places where people could go and choose their books. And suddenly we were not allowed to go anywhere to choose or to take a book in our hands and, uh, and see and smell the book or feel the book. And we had to find a way to reach to this customer and to show them in a different way, what it was being showed before. So we need to be really flexible and we need to understand that the market has changed, changed tremendously uh, and how we deliver the books and how we delivered, uh, how we deliver the content that the publishers curate. So, there are publishers who now have to deliver their content in parts or they have to deliver their content in a different way like audiobooks or ebooks so everyone needs to be very flexible and needs to be also very quick and to adjust to to the 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 new market at at this time and so the, the, uh, so the digital transformation has finally arrived. Uh, we have been talking about this digital transformation for at least 10 years, but it has finally arrived uh, at this time, uh, properly, in my, in my opinion. So we need to be preparated and... It is like a wake-up call for, for our need to find new routes for our market, uh, in, in my opinion, again. That's what I, I think this is the challenge. Uh, it's easy to say that the world is in constant change, right? So it, it's easy to say and easy to understand. But what I have learned 
from my years of working in the publishing industry is that nothing is immutable. So the world and everything is in constant change. And as we have been exposed recently to such an enormous quantity of disruptions at every link of our uh, supply chain, I'm, I am even certain of that, that nothing is immutable. So my message here is like, be prepared to listen and to look for different types of solutions and always trying to find innovative ways to diversify your business. Otherwise, you're going to be killed uh, in a short time. So, like, get involved in IPA, join your local publishers association. They might be uh, able to help you to, to, to be part of your changes to be part of your path as well. So we may we may sometimes feel that our own situation is especially difficult, but there is always things that we have uh, that we have learned from others uh, others uh, experiences. So. And I see that nationally and also internationally, not, not only regionally, right? And it has been, you know, such a pleasure for me to be involved in CBL and IPA that I really would like to encourage all the publishers to do the same. Because when you walk a, a difficult path with uh, others, behind you or others with you, uh, all these paths, they, they get less difficult or less, less um, difficult to overcome, let's say. It is something that um, we are working every day. Uh, thinking about including more women, more diversity, more regions. So when you go to IPA Associates and all the, the associations that are part of IPA, you see that we still have places where we are not present. And is one of our goes now to to have and more and more representation of different countries uh, foreign regions um, and Africa has been a great example of how diversity and inclusion has been important and is going to be important for us at IPA so two years ago or or something we had, just five countries from Africa that were present. And now we, are, we have 15 countries that are represented uh, from Africa in, our, in IPA. So this is something that we are working on uh, that Wudur is you know, definitely uh, on the top of her you know, to-do list on, on getting more representation for for IPA diversity as well and 
regarding the three women women that uh, have been on the top of you know IPA position, I just have to say that I'm really honored to be to be part of it. In CBL, I was the second woman uh, president in in that association as well. When you see their story, uh, their history, you, you see, you know, all the, the male presidents and then you have a, a, a woman and then the second woman, I was the second woman. Now I'm going to be the third woman, uh, possibly be the third woman president. So I'm very proud of that. And I do really believe that women have the possibility and have the power to be uh, there and working and making things move forward. Uh, and of course, if, if I'm, I'm doing that, it's because I, I also believe. But this, there is something also very important. There is someone that encourages us on, on doing that. There is also, of course, there is our mentors or the people who are part of that, my dad and and Alfredo and YS, that is a past president of IPA, they were all very supportive of my my job, of my work, and also very uh, respectful and always encouraging me to do something that I like, that I enjoy doing, and. Them, um, that I am also good for uh, doing uh, that. So it has been a tremendous uh, effort, of course, that we have been putting on bringing more women and uh, inviting and making sure sure that we have more women in in the in the top, let's say, in the EC or in the the part of our our work. This podcast series is brought to you by the International Publishers Association. The IPA is the world's largest federation of national, regional and specialist publishers associations. Our membership comprises 86 organizations from 71 countries in Africa, Asia, Australasia, Europe and the Americas. Through its members, IPA represents thousands of individual publishers around the world who service markets containing more than 5.6 billion people. Learn more about the IPA by visiting www.internationalpublishers.org.